This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio with the uh, Brentford fan show. The chaps from B Sotter are in the bed, and we're starting off on a, on a sour note. Is, Billy uh, the Bee just causing all sorts of controversy in the studio. It's an early kerfuffle, day. wasn't it? It's an early kerfuffle. It's going to turn into something else. I'll tell you I mean, only just because I said that, you know, Liverpool were a bigger team than Man United, you got upset with me. Because, Bill. I, I, I think you know. League table doesn't lie, mate. This is well. League table history doesn't lie. Just look at your history. history. Listen, just look, remember look, your history. Look forward. Thank you very much. You know what? Look, I like him. Look just forward. Don't, like him. Look forward. Don't look back. I always look back in anger. Oh, you know, that's me. I can you tell know. you're yeah. an angry liberal. I'm aren't you? Angry ranting. That's liberal. right. You know. uh, liberal Nick is in the building. Uh, so is Gary Paul and Billy the Beast. Though with the delusional hat, I don't, I don't know where he's got it on. Uh, with that Liverpool, a bigger club than Man United. I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, happy we're New gonna, Year to you as well, Larry. Happy New Year. Yeah, Bill. Happy New Year. Let's talk all things Brentford. Uh, looking back at the uh, the FA Cup third round, the bees in the hat for round four. Wouldn't you just love to play Barnet? Bees on bees. The fake bees. You know, to be honest, you know, there's only one bee. You know, if we play the fake bees, they'll be confused because they think they're the real bees. Well, bees on bees anyway. Down at the hive, it'd be even better. But hey, yeah. uh, we'll be looking back at the B Sotty Christmas social with Lloyd Awusu and Darren Powell and listening back to what the players had to say on the night about being the money bag side of the division. But then we'll be looking forward to the FA Cup draw. That is hopefully around a uh, quarter to ten this evening and asking bees fans who they want to play and who they want to avoid and your lasting FA Cup memories. Plenty uh, to start us off this evening. Um, yeah, chaps, wh- wh- where do we go first? New year, new chair, mate. You know, last time we were inside here, you saw us. We had our heads down, our heads in our laps. We were almost crying. Tears were coming from our eyes every time we came in here on a Monday. But things have changed. We haven't lost in four games, and it's an unbelievable five. feeling. Five. Unbelievable feeling, isn't five. it? Five. It's excellent. Five I mean, games. Five, five games. Five, five games. games. Yeah, five games unbeaten, and I did remember. I did say to you, I think the crowd would turn if we didn't pick up anything against uh, in that Wigan game. Um, luckily, we were able to, and we've managed to avoid defeat ever since. Yeah, well, we yeah, managed to avoid defeat. We haven't had that many wins. What but Wigan I mean, game? We've been what Wigan we- game? Was it Wigan? Who did we, we play? We didn't play Wigan. Bolton. 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 Ah, you know, North West. North West. It's all the same. All the same part of the region. You know, uh, Man United fans will know about Wigan and Bolton and yeah. areas like that. Bolton. Well. Um, but 
but uh, I mean, we have put in some good performances over Christmas and New Year. We battled away at Birmingham. We solid. battled away. Solid, yeah, solid, good word, Bill, like, like the word solid. Battle away at Birmingham, we battle away at Bristol City, um, and we proved on Saturday that we can uh, not, we, we didn't succumb to the giant killing that Oxford tried. So, so we're on the up, and we actually scored a goal as well. So as long as, we, as long as we hold on to our strikers in the next 30 days, we'll be fine. I mean, interesting, obviously, there's been a change in the past few weeks. We've been off here um, since, uh, well, since we started winning, actually. You know, so maybe it's last sports fall. Maybe we should just, you know, maybe not come in anymore <laughs> only a joke um <laughs> no. you can always get rid of bill you know well the the, 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 the positive ones where the where the positive ones bring, you bring, know, bring, yeah, back, yeah, yeah. bring back laney yeah, yeah well, bring back hartson yeah that's the uh, hartson's on his way back man and laney's going off to he's, he's off to israel actually you know what i'm saying There's, uh, again keeps on popping over to Beach israel every few weeks, like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, but um but the thing is that over the christmas period like i said to you um we haven't we haven't had this time to sort of exude on this show the fact that you know uh, thomas frank has changed the formation you know he's gone three at the back um he's decided he needs to go with a change we were a little bit worried about that because the last time we went three at the back was a couple of years ago um, around about the period when we played that Norwich on a, on a I think it was was it around about when we played that Norwich or was it oh, I can't remember or Leeds United I think it was around about Christmas time about a couple of years ago and uh, we, we, we did it for a few weeks and then we weren't very good at it and then Dean Smith abandoned it I think it was in fact it was that time interestingly it was about two or three weeks after Thomas Frank actually came on board as the assistant manager Bill but you're also forgetting a big name here Kevin O'Connor Kevin O'Connor coming back and helping out the defence and I reckon yeah. that's where he came back he was promoted to the assistant manager's role and since then our defence has looked a lot better yeah it looked a bit ropey uh, at the, the, the game he joined after 24 hours but the, for, since then with Kev O'Connor there with King Kev it's been superb. Really well, you kept three clean, three clean sheets out of the last five, mm. which is uh, uh, which yeah. is a great thing. And I think the, the the most important thing is that you know with Thomas Frank, what he's doing is that he's got the three at the back situation. A lot of people saying that we don't seem to be scoring as many goals, but. As, as you know, or as Middlesbrough know, you know, they start from the back. You know, you don't let in any goals. They didn't score that many goals, but they don't let in very many goals. If you ain't letting any goals, you're not losing any games. So you start from the back there. You get your confidence back in your team. You stop, stop losing games, and then you can build from there. So for what we've been doing the last, you know, for the last few weeks is that we've not been letting in goals. Let's put the confidence back in the side. You know, we haven't necessarily been creating loads of different chances around the pitch, but, you know, that's something that can be addressed. We're, we're down to one person creating the chances and scoring the goals which is Neil Malpay. I mean, I'm disappointed, have to say, I'm disappointed by Ollie Watkins' performance particularly. And I had an interesting thing, as you know, I come from come up from Devon, and last week was having a chat with uh, extra fans, people who go home and away, mm. and they were saying that Ollie Watkins, um, when he knew he was off from Exeter, lost form as well, sort of became a bit disinterested, thought, you know, possibly was playing to make sure that he wasn't injured before moving on to his new club, what have you. And I just wonder whether it might be the same situation with Oli this time round. Because he's talked about, I he mean, has talked about every paper you pick up, the word Brentford and Oli uh, Watkins to move from Brentford is mentioned. This time of year, obviously, you know, the January transfer window has opened. I mean, there are a number of clubs in, you know, sort of the top reaches of the championship that you'd imagine would happily spend the, the, the money that Brentford want for Watkins. 
well, I mean, I think, they, they I, I think th- possibly. I think they'd be mad to at the moment, though, because I mean, he 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 is in a bad run of form and hasn't really turned uh, turned it in anything since November. I would argue. Yeah. So you know, but, he's been but, off the pace. But then you're saying that the argument that you're going to say is because he's saying any clubs at the top of the championship or near the top or would like to be near the top. The most obvious one again is Aston Villa, who are, are obviously rumoured with any single player because obviously Dean Smith was at Brentford. He was uh, the man that bought a fish tank to Ollie Watkins when he moved into his new flat. He's obviously got a great relationship with That's Ollie Watkins. That's knowledge, Bill. That is real. <laughs> <much. Yeah. laughs> you know, and so uh, you, you know you can't sort of deny the fact that you know Ollie Watkins a is missing Dean Smith and b you know if 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 the opportunity came up. He might look at it, you know, whether or not it's going to be this 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 January, whether or not it's going to be the next window. So it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit one of those ones now. Um, bit weird because obviously Ollie Watkins was flying at the beginning of the season, you know. And when you see him coming on, also the other things that you can see, the things that he does, he is strong, he is really clever, and he creates he creates so much, you know, say so creates so much space. He's you know you know across the front, he still is a really good player. And even when he's instead of being a ten out of ten, even when he's a six and a half or seven out of ten, he's still he still can it's put danger. Good, yeah. He's still dangerous. Yeah, he's still going to cause issues for any defence in our league. So, I mean, I, I, I take a, um, on board the point that you said, um, Aaron, about how there are going to be teams that are going to be willing to spend out on Ollie Watkins. I would challenge that. I don't, I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a lot of people spending a huge amount of money, really? Um, I mean, we know... I mean, there are rumours about, you know, Villa seem to be spending a lot to try and... Well, I think there's a few... I mean, if you look at... There's a few teams there. I mean, we, you know, we were, we were discussing beforehand in our production meeting in the pub before, as we do. We were talking about, you know, a few of these teams who have been spending a ridiculous amount of money. They're saying in the championship there are teams who are spending... You know, forget Birmingham City, who are spending, you know, what, two and a half or three times as much as the money is that they're coming as they're bringing in. They're spending £230 for every 100, you know, for the money that's coming in. They're absolutely mad. But other than that, there's teams that are spending money because they feel that if they get to the Premier League... The 150 million was there, so this is this is going to happen anyway. This is such a left field one, and I want to ask you, you guys, this: If Middlesbrough offered you Brett on Belonga for Ollie Watkins, would you take him? Oh, he's uh, so, well, like the pro- so out of favour right the, the, the now. Real, yeah, the he real problem is we couldn't, afford, we couldn't afford his wages. I mean, that that's the real forget, thing. Okay, forget the wages. Forget things. the wages. Yes, I'd take him. Yes, yeah, you would. For, yeah, a straight swap for Ollie Watkins. Uh, yeah, probably would at this stage because so- he's he is a proven goal scorer in the championship. I think it'd have to be him plus cash. <laughs> I, I don't think I would do actually because I think Ollie Watkins has uh, got a longer, a lot longer to go. And I, I remember Brit, um, a summer longer from when he was at Peterborough at that time, and that was when he was properly, properly on fire. Then he moved off there, and I think that a summer longer is on a downward, and we need players on the upwards, Possi- possibly. But keeping us, keeping us, keeping us there, keeping us above the relegation zone is 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 crucial at this moment in time. I mean, uh, w- one quick point. I do think what is interesting is that we've called recalled Ogbené and Archibald back. From or, or back from loan, and actually, I hope that Frank will put them into them into the team in and around in the first team because those two have got a real lot of potential as well. Again, my Southwest contacts sing sing both praises both highly, but particularly old Benny, who we've seen actually has some real potential for us. Gary, the negotiator, Paul, in the building Indeed. with us tonight. If you want a transfer deal done, he will get you the best possible deal. Uh, right now, we're going to take a short pause on the back of this. Uh, we're going to be hearing from the Oxford fans and uh, Oxford and Brentford fans? Mainly Brentford fans. Mainly Brentford fans. All Brentford fans. Hey, all Brentford fans. Then. We'll be hearing from the Brentford fans. This is Love Sport. <laughs>
make hard work of all the cup games, don't we? Whether we pick the B team or the, the first team, and effectively that was probably the strongest team you could pick today. Um, we made hard work of it. I don't, I don't get why Watkins is playing unless it's something the club think playing him more will... Because uh, he looks... He's either injured or there's something else going on. Um, and I can only assume it's something the club think by playing him more we'll get through it. Whereas, uh, to me, it looks like he needs a rest. I um, thought that was a bit odd. Um, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it was. Well, you know, we won. So, but it was nothing. There was nothing scintillating about it. Nothing exciting about it. Didn't really answer any questions. The Silva played his first 90 minutes. Um, flattered to deceive, I thought. And, you know, not. Don't see him making any tackles. The midfielder gave the ball away a few times towards the end. Maybe he was getting a bit tired. Um, but you know, he, he was all right in places. Um, you know, I think we just saw it. It reminded me of some of the earlier games of this formation um, when we flattered to deceive. But I guess um, we'll we'll plough on with this and um, and hope for something next week against Stoke. We did miss Mope. Our back five looked very good, though. I mean, Jean Vier, Barbe, Consa, and the two wing backs still look class. I think that that is really something to build on. Uh, I don't think we really gave uh, Oxford much of a sniff. So we look great at the back. Uh, midfield and going forward it needs a bit of work going, I mean the front three need Mope without Mope in that front three we are struggling um, we have sort of struggled to replace players up front over, over the last few years we haven't, we've always found a way but I, th- I think Watkins was the plan to replace him and he looks a million miles away from the plan to replace him at the moment um, I enjoyed Ogbeni coming on today I, I, he was only on for five minutes at the end but Actually, there's something about him. He, he got fouled twice for two yellows. He looks physical. He looks up for it. Maybe he can make a bit of a difference in the second half of the season, take the pressure off some of the players who aren't performing. Um, Canos could maybe play centre-forward. He's went there a couple of times today, but he's out of form. But, yeah, if more play goes, we certainly need to bring someone in because what we've got isn't quite good enough. We kept a clean sheet, you know, that's all we can say, but Oxford's finishing was woeful. And they had, they had a few chances there. I mean, Watkins is, don't know what's gone wrong. He's lost his confidence. I don't know what else it is. Canos has confidence, but runs into brick walls. Final ball, not good. No, no creativity in midfield at all. And I was disappointed with your man De Silva because I, I was looking forward to seeing him make those direct runs. He didn't do anything. Ran into no penetration from midfield. The thing I was impressed with was Barbe and and uh, Rico. I thought that's really solid. That's made a big difference at the back. But Neil Morpay is transformed as a as an all-round player. He's, he's his movement is fantastic. I'll be quite honest with you, at the moment, any kind of win at home or any win at all is a good win, but I think the front three today could have shown a bit more energy prior to Malpai coming on, um, and that was kind of the real problem for me. Uh, yeah, and Oxford clearly weren't very good. They probably enjoyed the fact they didn't have to worry about the league for today, and they put in an okay amount of effort, and they looked all right sometimes, but didn't really offer a lot. I would have expected a bit more of a confident performance from us today, and particularly the front three. To be honest, I come here for a good day and I was expecting a loss, if I'm brutally honest with you. You look good up front. Every time you got forward, you passed it across to it and passing and moving looked good, to be honest, mate. So I was, uh, I'll take one nil all day long, if I'm honest with you. So, fourth round. Pick the team, pick the venue that you want the draw to happen. Then we'll all go and lay 10 quid on it. Then it'll pay for our day out. So, who are we playing? Where are we going to play? So, um, I'm not a fan of Wembley, and I don't want to go to the gut final because it's too much of a fuss. 
I'll go in the fourth round. I'll take Tottenham away. It has been mentioned that we may be the, one of the first teams to play at the new Tottenham Stadium. Well, either way. I think Tottenham way is still uh, attractive. Yeah, I'll take Tottenham way. Who do you guys want? Well, we're going to talk about that a bit later, actually. What we'll do is we'll talk about it. But for me, um, it's got to be a home game against a small team. A lot, a lot of Newport going on. A lot of Newport activity has been going on, as opposed Barnet to... Barnet are the lowest-ranked team in the competition. Yeah. The competition. They're, they're the only non-league team left. Oh, they have Accrington. Accrington Stanley. Who? Accrington Stanley. So where the milk comes from. If it's, it? got to be Accrington, it's, got to be, it's got to be away, though. Well, because of that game that we went to, and there's about nearly two thousand of us went up there, and we were so excited about going to Accrington when we got there, it was rained off. <laughs> That's right, yeah, so gutted. Absolutely, it was like yeah. the biggest game of the year. Like yeah. people had sort of cancelled holidays and everything like that for that. <laughs> exactly, including me. And we but, walked um, into the ground, didn't we? And oh, they said mate, the yeah. game's off. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Uh, you're sitting in the no. corner in the peel arms. I, uh, but we'll talk about it later. But I, you know, uh, 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 who cares really? Uh, uh, you'll get me going on my rant about the FA Cup. Here in, in a minute, in half you an know. hour, when that yeah. draw comes up, mate, you'll mm. be you'll be foaming at the mouth. And uh, we haven't got a very good record I with think, draws, though. Yeah, and I just think the FA the FA have ruined the FA Cup for me. I mean, you know, well, the FA. It, it was. What what happened to two things? What had happened to all games kicking off at three o'clock on a mm. Saturday afternoon rather than taking place from Friday through Monday? And secondly, what has happened to the draw lunchtime on a Monday? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, oh, I remember being at school to, trying to get absolutely. out of the draw. Yeah. Well, at all, or not be funny. I mean, now, let's, let's get the old walkie stick and the slippers out. What about the draw at 5.30 on a Saturday night? Yeah. Well, that, that was that was brilliant. I mean, you literally watch a game, you'd won the FA Cup, you'd go back to the pub and you'd all be sitting there and everyone to be sitting in the pub waiting for that draw and the excitement would be there yeah and no sitting around the school dining table you know sitting around waiting underneath the, the tranny underneath the desk you know trying to right. listen was good before you had started your maths lesson that's, trying that's, to hear the, that's, be, that's before my time is liberal <laughs> but listen yeah. but listen going history. back to the going back to the match anyway if you know your history well, hold on a minute you, you, you were talking fa cup with someone who looks like john motson what'd you expect <laughs> that's that's right. Right. you know i remember you know i remember the glory days of the fa cup the sunderland winning the you know the uh, running onto the pitch of, of Bob Stoko of uh, Harry Catrick and Everton. You bet you know, I never you... liked Bob Stoko for what he said to Brian Clough. But anyway, Karen... what did Bob Stoko say to Brian? Clough? Well, it, when Brian Clough his his career ended with an injury, yeah. Bob Stoko kept telling him to get up, get up. You, you, you're faking it. You're faking it, Clough. Get there, up. There's knowledge. There's knowledge. Yeah, yeah but he's a and and, and 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 Brian Clough never liked Bob Stoko after that. Well, there you go. <laughs> but Not yeah, the, the FA Cup. You know what? The, I, we were talking about it on the um, on, on, on the Arsenal show before, but it's absolutely outrageous how you've got all these teams. And, and I'm going to pick up two, you know, London sides, Spurs on the Friday, going up to Tranmere. You know, unless you're driving or getting a coach, you, you've got no way of getting back. You know, the last yeah. train leaves at the beginning of the uh, of the of the second half arsenal as well uh, on the saturday going to blackpool you know everyone had to, had to make a weekend of it it's january people don't have yeah. as much money as they did knocking around you know it's it's a difficult time of year to be doing that and i just wonder what they are playing at i mean one of my favorite things you want to talk about tradition was as, as i mentioned earlier sitting there you know about 25 different games kicking off at three o'clock and yeah. you're just watching yeah. all the results all the numbers go up and down you know yeah, absolutely and being involved in something like that was very very special and but this we sorted out. We've sorted it out for the sake of overseas money. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. It's all. All these kickoff times are for, for, so it can be shown on overseas. Yeah, but the problem television. is, guys. The you know, I'm not being funny. You, the the toothpaste is out the tube. You can't get it back in. The the cup's gone because game's gone. There just isn't enough money in this tournament 
to make it worthwhile for them not to do things like have eight games kicking off at half twelve on a Saturday but to I, make I, money. Well, I think it's the other way round. I think you're thinking about it the other way round. It's, it's like the money comes in. You're sort of saying there's not enough money. They need to do these things. It's kind of like they're doing these things because money goes into football. And what you do is that you work out how can we make more money out of this. It's almost like you've got you know you've got something that you try and squeeze it to see how much more you can get, how, how much more you can get out of it. And there's two ways that you can look at it. You can either look at something and say, tell you something, I'll rinse it till I've, I've rinsed it so hard I've squeezed everything out of it and but it but but the value of it is 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 lessened or you could turn around and say well to be quite honest you i'm going to try and take a balance on this i know i can get more money out of this but i still feel that it needs to retain certain amount of value so what we're going to do is that we're going to do a b and c but we're not going to do c d e f and g because we don't believe in the long term it's the right thing for this competition bringing it back to brentford i mean i was pleased that thomas frank you know basically chose a pretty strong squad probably three players who might not make our starting 11 started on saturday and i, I you know that that was good Good. What really annoys me is that clubs like Leicester putting out their second st- team string against Newport. I mean, if I were the FA, I would start finding clubs. Allow those, allow those who are in t- into who who are in the champ- final stage of the Champions League. They can play. They can play because they've got strong enough squads. They don't necessarily need to start the first team. But if you're in seventh or eighth position in the Premier League, why on earth do you not turn up? Put out your first, your first well, team, and they ought to get fi- they ought to get fined. As should the leading championship clubs. I mean, you know, Leeds United played a B team against Rangers yesterday and, and got beaten, and serves them right. They done it to uh, to check a trade trophy clubs a few years ago, yes. where you've got to play. There's a six and five rule or something like that. Six of the players that played in the the, the league game before have to be involved. Gary, very quickly. Yeah, wasn't there an issue where um, wasn't it Sheffield Wednesday that took about five? made all their subs after about five minutes I don't um, just know. to get around that problem I remember Ian Holloway back in nah. 2010 uh, a Blackpool player Manchester United and he just goes we're not going to get that was a league game because yeah. we're not going to get anything from it so he, play, he played a, a weak squad it's very very strange indeed at uh, 9.23 it's still Wolves 2 Liverpool 1 they approaching the final 10 minutes and while you're on the way back we're going to carry on looking at the FA Cup tie uh, from Griffin Park at the weekend 558am Love Sport Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio with your Brentford fan show as, uh, well, a long-range effort uh, from uh, Camacho. Uh, we're number 64. Uh, Camacho 64. Sounds like an old sort of Amstrad computer, doesn't it? Uh, but Camacho 64 with a long left-footed uh, effort that just sails wide. You wouldn't see any of these kids usually playing in the FA Cup, would you, Nick? Uh, Bill, you want to yeah. talk formation? Yeah, we're not going to talk formation. We're going to talk about the crowd because we're just talking about the same point as well. And on uh, Brentford on Saturday, there was 4,200 or so Brentford fans in the house, 1,600 Oxford fans. I think the crowd was 6,100. So, you know, 4,200, 4,500 uh, Brentford fans in the house, which is, was not too clever, we shall say. Um, a lot of fans spoke with their feet. Uh, we're talking about the sort of the devaluing of the FA Cup, and uh, there's massive conversations going around beforehand and afterhand as to, you know, how big the, cave, the, the crowd would be and also uh, why the crowd was so low. And I think the question was also going is that what can be done to to rescue the FA Cup? I mean, I know you said it's gone and it's dead, but let's
let's just say that you're actually the ultimate marketing person but with a street edge to it not a corporate edge to it how could you bring life back to the FA Cup but 4,100 fans are liberal it, uh, for those of us who were there yeah, it okay. was a disappointing I'm, it was a disappointing yeah go on it yeah. was and I'm going to put my hand up and say that I didn't go and you know I'm going to put my hand up I mean I'll go home and away go all over the place haven't missed very many games over the past few seasons but I must admit I was uh, dis- dis- disillusioned with the, the team formations for the last few years the, 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 the B teams that have chosen the fact that we've lost to was it Wrexham that we lost to Brighton that we lost to uh, uh, to Notts County last Walsall. year it was and the, uh, but it's also the atmosphere and the vibe and everything about it wasn't great Walsall you know so this year I thought yes and no and I actually went non-league I went to a non-league game went down there went there with a couple of mates get a couple of beers drink it you know as you're watching the game and I got a good vibe and I, I, I enjoyed it and to be honest the, the game was that was a lockout yeah so I, 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 I personally I thought they got the pricing slightly wrong um, I thought I think they really should have worked at getting kids in. In which way? Just, just. Um, I would like to have seen, you know, maybe kids go free or with, you know. Like, yeah, kids, for, kids for a quid. Yeah, kids for a quid, something like that. To and you just should get also, and and make season ticket holders. Season ticket holders should have got free entry. Yeah, so, they, you know. they, yeah, they, I, I, they haven't done that for years. I'm yeah, but sure. I mean that's easy to do. You just give season tickets holders free entry. I mean it was it was ten pound only if you you know if you bought a ticket in advance. The other problem actually on Saturday was that because Oxford had sold out their entire allocation, we had to make it almost sort of all ticket you had to you had to order yeah. and buy your tickets in advance that didn't help you couldn't have walk up on I, the day i had people actually again call me which i had to buy tickets for for that game and they supported other teams and they said they were just going to pop down to brentford to the match and they couldn't pop down to the brentford it's you know we understand the security issues and all that lot, but there's also a, it is a it is a massive problem with brentford because we we can't sell out our stadium but we also do make it really difficult to sell out the stadium and where is the where does the balance you know we come in we go to oxford um <laughs> They weren't, they weren't particularly lively, you know, so, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what really, really annoys me as a loyal fan is that what will happen is that we'll, if we draw somebody big in the next round, yeah. the atmosphere will be totally different because it will be a total sellout. People will be scrambling for tickets, including some people who did actually go along on Saturday will be scrambling for tickets who, who may not go. And the atmosphere can be good. And at the same time, if you get a lot of day trippers, it's not necessarily as good as it should be yeah the i mean the, i think the question where we have now is that we're moving into a new stadium we're still at the situation where we're getting four and five thousand fans at particular games at home um games like this um and the question is that as we're trying to sort of lead people in to come into our new stadium when you get games which have got a bit of leeway you've got fa cup which is meant to have a little bit of a, a little bit of gold dust in there mm. is it not better to try and get the stadium fuller and get, get get a vibe going. So you, all of a sudden you've got nine or ten or eleven thousand people inside there. However you've got them in there, that's how you kind of work it out. But you know, at the end of the day, they're not all paying ten and fifteen pounds a ticket. You get those people in there. You get a spark. You get a vibe. And what you do is that you have some sort of mechanism to make sure that a lot of the people who don't normally come in there will actually come back. Because if that if that game had some wicked atmosphere, had a bit more of an atmosphere inside it. That may have made a massive difference to the way the players have played, to to how you felt on the terraces where everyone's chatting to each other on the mm. match, and, and and also to people who may have come there who've not been to a game before. They might have thought, actually, this is actually quite good. So I know sometimes they say it's difficult to, to gauge, but this one you can kind of already. Feel, I mean, you could feel, I could feel from time speaking to loads of people. I mean, we went online and we spoke to lots of people. Say, look, I'm not going to the game on Saturday. So you you can tell when the game is like that or not, and and, and whether or not to make a call. But as I said, I think our history in recent years in this tournament say for maybe a couple of games probably 75% of our games have ended up in 
either poor matches or poor results. So for the fans that go, there's no real... Yeah, we haven't we haven't seemed to be taking that the, the club haven't seemed to be taking the competition seriously. Therefore, why should a the lot fans? of people? I think that's starting to change. That's so. the thing. A lot of people were surprised that Saturday's team was as strong as it was. Mm. But but interestingly, you say they were surprised. So there wasn't the case of like actually we're going to put out the strongest team, and it's not a case of like you know because if you played Stoke City or if you played Ipswich or anybody like that, you put out the strongest team. So why is it going to be such a surprise if Thomas Frank saying we're going to put out the strongest team possible against Oxford? But I disagree with you there, Bill. I think we would have played exactly the same team if we played Stoke City, Ipswich. I think we'd put out exactly the same team unless we played probably the Arsenal, no, no, Man United no, 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 or Chelsea no, in the no, third round. No, my yeah. argument is why why is why is it not broadcast? Because the fact is that it's known in the FA Cup that we don't play a strong team. So if you're trying to actually Oh you're saying so a, in the week beforehand you give they a message across. we're gonna we're Listen, gonna play our strength. Tell you something, this is the FA Cup, this is the best tournament going, blah blah blah. We're gonna play the strongest well, that's side one possible. Of, that's that's one of the imponderables about our club is that we A, we keep our team selections very close to our chest normally is in the same way as that we never we never say what our transfer fees are. This is Love Sport. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. 25 minutes to 10 o'clock. Liverpool are two minutes and 10 seconds away from being eliminated from this season's FA Cup. Um, Bill, let's let, you know, it might be January. It might be a bit gloomy at the moment, but let's, let's, let's turn time back and head back towards Christmas. Let's just hark our minds back indeed to Christmas. We had the besotted end or no Christmas social at the Fuller's Brewery every year. The Fuller's wonderful. They they get they well they well we do a little deal with them and we get the brewery where we get you know 60, 70, 80 Brentford fans turn up every year. We get and some ex Brentford players. They sit up there. They hang out with us. They drink. They chat and then they sit down and they tell us all sorts of stories. And it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant night. We get an open bar all night. We we sit down there. We chat. We drink. Really good fun. Then afterwards we go on. We have an after party till three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Absolutely brilliant way to start off your Christmas. And we. Did it again, like I said to you, beside um, Christmas Social with Lloyd Awusu and Darren Powell. And like we said, we talked about it before where we said that these guys, um, they were brilliant. You know, Lloyd Awusu, we all know, massive hero for Brentford FC. He's absolutely great. Two, two spells at Brentford, scored lots of goals, but also a really nice chap living in Australia at the moment now. And also Darren Powell, who I've known Powell for a while, but like I said to you, he just came out, he just like flipped it a little bit, took it up a couple of levels, and he told some stories on that night, which is absolutely absolutely brilliant but we had a, a really good night and like i said to you we always do our little podcast from there this time we think we're going to be putting them out in little snippets here and there and everywhere um rather than putting out the full thing all at once so that you can get a little vibe and a little flavor and we're still working on that at the moment now because there's lots of uh, bleeping and I'm turning around of words and all that lots of going at the moment now <laughs> you know um there's lots of stories as well there's one story about um one of the players there who was found reading a sort of rather um well it was a magazine from a uh, a very far right uh, from, from 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 the uh, the West Ham chairman's uh, our previous collection you mean <coughs> no 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 no, 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 no. that wouldn't be too bad it was from a, a, a let's say it's 
a, uh, a, a far-right uh, American organisation magazine as they walked into this room and he was reading this and the, it was, uh, yeah, the players were not overly amused. If you've was, seen the film Mississippi Burning, you know what we were referring to. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite bizarre. So like I said to you, these stories come out on these nights. So listen, check them out. There's another one that's going to be after the whole game in May. Um, tickets are going to go and sell for that pretty soon. So you should get in there. But Gaz, I know you was there that night. You, uh, you enjoyed it? Yeah, no, it was a fantastic night. And as you said, um, I mean, both the guys were great. And again, those stories that um, Darren was coming out with were, you know, were great. And, and they did bring back great memories of, although they were, he went a bit sour a couple of years afterwards. It was a great season that we had. It, it was. And interestingly, as you see here, we know Liverpool have just uh, been knocked out by Wolves. And we asked, if is Wolves Big knocking club. out Wolves? You know, is it, a, is it a giant killing? And we thought, mm, not really a giant no. killing. Because Wolves have got so much money. They're a money bags team. They were the money bags team of the championship. Like, you know, um, there's lots of these money bags teams flying around, as we know at the moment now, and the teams that didn't have. But interestingly, Brentford... In 1999, that year when Ron Notes came in, we were seen as the money bags team of Division 2. And we came inside there and we were buying players and smashing up money left, right and centre. So we asked Lloyd Owusu and Darren Powell about Brentford and their money bag status. Well, I always remember that, that first game. Uh, I remember we, we were sitting at Mitcham and we were sitting underneath the tree. And uh, obviously me, for myself anyway, coming from non-league, I didn't even expect to be starting. And I remember Ron Nodes saying instead of starting 11, he said number 10, and he got to number 11, he said Lloyd Abusu. And I always remember Warren Aspinall, he just looked around, he looked around all the, like, Jamie Bates and all the senior boys, and think, he, he, he was just like, what the f***, we got these three non-league boys, we ain't going to win. The way, it just, you know, just his attitude was like, we ain't going to win f*** all of these three, you know what I mean? And fair play to that game. Like he's like Darren said, clean sheet, roly-poly got, he got man the match. Obviously, I played about 75 minutes, I think, and then Darren, Darren Freeman came on and scored. But like for, for myself, it was a dream come true to, to make your debut playing for Slough Town a few months before and then to, to, get that, to get that enjoyment and that belief to come and play first team football in the third division for Brentford. It, it was just like Royal of Rover stuff for me. Listen, so, I mean, I've got to talk about, I mean, signings. You know, talking about this team, you know, we had Martin Rowlands, 15,000 he came in for. You know, Robert Quinn, 40 grand. Oh, Darren Powell, 15 grand. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, Evans, 100 grand, you know. Um, Folan came in 100 grand as well. Then we had Herman Horizonson, 750,000 pounds. Uh, I think it was a record signing for the third division at the time. He came from Palace. We were seen as a money bags team. We were seen as the big, you know, and I'm just wondering, out of that, you know, when you were playing your football, out of that run, out of that carrier, how did the other teams treat you? Did they kind of try to poke fingers at you and stuff, or did it make no difference? Not really. Um, like you say, look, at the end of the day, one knows is one knows. Bless him, may he rest in peace. Uh, look, he had the money to, to obviously, you say to buy players. Did we buy? Did we buy the squad to win the league? I don't really think so. I don't think we really bought the the, the league. You know, what I mean, we bought obviously Herman, who was a, a great experienced player. But then when you look at the real cusp of the team, especially the spine, where did the main three spine players come from? Darren Hampton, Martin Rowlands, Farnborough, centre midfield, myself, Slough Town. That was not even what. Not even 100k if you look at all four of us, all three of us there, you know what I mean? So, but what he built around us was, was a great team, you know? And uh, like I said, may he rest in peace. Uh, that was a great, great squad. Uh, but like I say, other clubs that they, I mean, other teams, are, that, I mean, the likes of Cardiff, they were, they were splashing out quite a big, quite a lot of money then as well. But we just had a great, a great nucleus of team, great friends off the pitch as well. And I think that's what made us win the league in the end. Can, can I say something to, to, just to add to that? I, I just felt. <coughs> In terms of what we what we done, 
um, there was massive untold pressure on us, if you, if you think about it, because the money, so-called money that we were spending uh, within the team, and then everyone was expecting, you know, Brentford is spending a lot of money, you know, therefore the expectation levels become higher. But then, like what Lloyd is saying, within that, there was a lot of inexperience. There's a massive, massive, uh, 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 you know, lack of experience in the, in the team. Obviously, we still had some within the squad, like Batesy and, and Charlie Oatway and, and uh, Warren Aspinall and people like that. But the 11 that went out, it, it was made up of like a, a youthful so-called team. And, it, and again, there wasn't much experience with it. So with that came, you know, off the back of that, there, there was a lot of expectation with it. So without even knowing, and it was just the youthfulness of us all just going out and playing football, obviously under instructions within, within a, a structure of a team. So we would just go out and play football and we would win games. Love Sport. 558 five, AM. Love Sport. Liverpool are out of the FA Cup. Wolverhampton Wanderers have uh, dispatched them tonight by two goals to one. Shame. Uh, Gutted. Gutted. My heart bleeds. Uh, And uh, I'll tell you what, I was going to cross over to uh, Billy the Bean. I will just for a couple of minutes as we await the the preparations for the FA Cup fourth round draw. Just to confirm, Wimbledon, Arsenal, Brentford, Chelsea, Millwall, Crystal Palace, West Ham United, Watford and Barnet all represent London sides in, uh, in in the fourth round draw. Bill, just a couple of comments from you about the uh, the, uh, the audio we heard. I mean, just about the social, like I said to you, great guys, and as you heard it, um, like I said to you, we, we were the giant killers at the time, and uh, we'll have more audio to come from that as well, and like I said to you, you'll hear more about the, about, about the social, but really, really good nights, really, really good guys, and, and, and really, really good fun. But just coming back to the FA Cup now, as well, for me, actually, interestingly, you talk about Barnet, the fake bees, but actually, one of my results of the... Of the of the last round was Barnet beating Sheffield United. Of course, a giant killing. You know, it's a massive giant yeah, killing upset. as well. One nil at Sheffield United as well. They made ten changes and Wilder at the end. I don't know if you heard what he said. I mean, he just, he was disgraceful. He, he was a disgraceful yeah, build. That, that was totally out of order. He, what Chris Wilder said about his team. He laid into the Sheffield um, player. Said we're third in the league because none of those players who play today are normally in the team. Which I thought we thought whoa. And also he said we won't be getting. I doubt any of those players who played for today will be getting in the top in, in the first eleven at any time soon. If any Brentford manager, how, how t- you build squad sort of morale of that? Exactly. exactly. If any Brentford manager had said that, I would be demanding their their, their head. I mean, that is disgraceful. How you on earth you can motivate? He'll need Chris Wilder will need some of those players who played yesterday because there's bound to be injuries. Championships a long season, and you know it's a disgrace what that man did. So we got the draw coming up in a minute, and like I said to you, a few beast players. We just we just quickly going through as what people 
people will want. It's quite a few people said that they would like either the Manchester teams away, and um, people would hate to have QPR away. Quite a few people have actually asked for Fulham, and then they realise they're obviously not in the cup. Um, Tony Ryan actually <laughs> said, I'd like to, anyone to get anyone a decent chance of getting a, a decent game. So everyone, a lot of people are looking for a home game against a, a quite a lower team as well. What we don't want, a lot of people don't want Chelsea away or home. No. We've had Chelsea and we've done them. We don't want to do them yeah. again. It's a pretty rubbish place to go and watch a match, to be honest with you, if you're a, a, a lower league football fan. You know what I'm saying? It's a lower league. In right. We we are ready for the uh, the draw for the uh, fourth round of this season's <laughs> FA Cup. Making the draw this evening, uh, Carl Ikemi, former Wolverhampton Wanderers goalkeeper, of course retired uh, due to uh, leukemia, unfortunately. Robbie Keane is uh, the other man drawing out the balls, and he has drawn out the first one, and he's drawn out number thirty. Two, uh, so Swansea City. Swansea City. No one. Gary no one, Paul no. shaking his head. No Swansea one asked for Swansea City. City. No, I don't fancy None that. of us want fancy. Uh, and they'll play number three, Gillingham. Gillingham. Oh, Swansea oh, City will play Gillingham. Gillingham. A four, champagne tie. Gillingham. There's that time when we were three one up at Gillingham. We lost five three. Yes. Well. Wasn't that in the cup? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Next ball cup, out. Terrible. 28. He's 28. And it's Wimbledon. 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 Yeah, actually, you said AFC Wimbledon is what Gary actually asked for beforehand. And they have oh. picked out number 22. West Wimbledon West will play West Ham United. Oh, London Derby. Of, uh, of this season. Didn't they play them before? Carabao Cup. Uh, they played them last season. It was, no, it was in the Carabao <clears throat> Cup this season. Oh, yeah. uh, number 18, Shrewsbury. I want this. This is what I want. No, Come no, on. No, I want no, this one. Me. This is what I want. And they will play number 31. Local derby. Wolves. It's true. Well, Stoke. return for Dave Edwards. Dave Edwards left Reading today to That's go to uh, back to Shrewsbury. Brevin, isn't it? Millwall. Uh, Millwall. No, we're four on. Here Millwall. come Millwall. Millwall. And they draw number seven. Everton. And they've drawn Everton. Millwall will take on oh, Everton. That's a tasty At the tie, den. Yeah. That nice is tie. tasty. Yeah, nice tie. Good luck, Neil Harris. Good luck, Neil Harris. Brighton and Hove Albion. Go on, Palace. Go on, Palace. That one again. We've been there too many times recently. Number 29. They've drawn at number 29, which is West Brom and Jarvin. Brighton yeah. versus West Brom. Boring. We Boring. Number 15, Bristol, Bristol City. City. This is what we don't want. Nah. Again, a lot of Brentford fans have said they don't want Bristol City like Jerry the Cabbie for a start. He said, no way, Bristol City. They've drawn number one. Arsenal, is it? Bolton. Bolton. Bolton Wanderers. Will Bolton Wanderers have a team by the time it comes to the fourth round? That's going to be the question. Number 14 is Accrington yeah, Stanley. Stanley. Yeah, we want Accrington Stanley away. I'll quite, I'll quite happy with caught, that, actually. They caught the game off when in the yeah. car park, mate. And they've drawn number Griffin. 13. Derby. Derby or Southampton. Derby Accrington or Southampton. Stanley versus Derby I'm County. I'm glad they've got a home game, though. Yeah. Glad they've got a home game. Number nine. Number nine. Doncaster. Bad memories. Not for us, please, no. <laughs> Doncaster Rovers will take on number 17, Oldham. Oldham. Oh. A northern, northern. Battle. Let's be fair. The champagne tie of the round so far is Swansea versus Gillingham. Chelsea, yeah, so number no, eleven. No, no, so no. We so badly don't want no. this. So we sound like we we're sort of spoiled kids, but they've done it to us. Over forever. Away. They will take on number Ooh, five. F- Brentford have just no. missed it. <laughs> oh, Sheffield Wednesday oh, or Luton yeah. Town. Brentford, of course, number four. Yes, right. Number ten. Number 10. Nah, don't uh, fancy that. Newcastle United or Blackburn Rovers yeah. will take on number 23, 23 Watford. Watford. Newcastle oh. Blackburn versus Watford. Out next, number 30, Borough. Middlesbrough. Oh God. This oh, is what I predicted. No, this is going to be, isn't it? And they will 16. play number 16, Newport. Newport Middlesbrough yeah. versus Newport. Tony yeah. Pulis. This is looking really good, guys. Newport. Another, another, QBR, bu- another bullet. Can I just say, QBR. by the way, there's a big London contingent in that. Number 20, Manchester City. Yeah, we'll City. have this. City. I fancy. Yeah, I'll, I think we can do them. We'll take on 24. number 24, Burnley. Burnley. 
Bit of a bit of a bit of a damn squib that. QPR, would you take that, lads? There you go. No. Not the number moment. 26. Barnet. Barnet. Yeah, no, not the fake bees. Fake bees versus real bees. Go on, is it? let's have it. Number four. And they. Oh, 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 the bees are taking oh, the bees. Barnet versus Brentford. They'll have Martin Aaron as Ellen as manager by the time they get Number 27, Portsmouth. So I've got Man United, Tottenham, and Arsenal. Fake bees. And we get Barnet. We'll take on. Number 25, QPR. Wow. Manchester United, Spurs, Arsenal and, Q- and Crystal Palace all <laughs> left over. The dregs are really at the bottom, aren't they? Here we go. Number 19, Arsenal. Give them Spurs. Go on, give them Spurs. We'll be Tottenham. We'll take on number six, Manchester oh. United. Arsenal versus Manchester United oh. in the fourth round of the FA Cup, which means uh, that we've got one tie left over to draw number uh, number 12. Crystal Palace will play Tottenham. So, chaps, bees on bees. It's not going to... Is it going to be at the Hive? Yeah, it is. Bees on bees at the Hive. Bees on bees at the Hive, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, well, Sky will be clamouring for that one. Yeah, yeah. I think we can guarantee that's going to be a three o'clock Saturday kickoff. Yeah. I think uh, so. Look at the other games. Um, so that's that's good from my point of view as somebody who travels. Um, Barnet, a... it could be the Martin Allen. You're right. I mean, you know, the Martin Allen got sacked by Chesterfield last week, didn't he? So yeah. you know, he's due. He's so due. it's amazing how John's still retired. Yeah, as well. Immediately yeah. Yeah. at the same surprise, time. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. So my, I mean, you know, I'm, every Brentford fan likes Martin Allen. I mean, you know, love him or hate him, but I love him. I mean, you know, he's really good value for money. Yeah, that's that's a good game and it's a game you know long as we take the cup seriously which thomas frank seems to be able to do it's a game we should win says he touching wood desperately and you know and then we can get then we can go for on our good round and, and meet the smaller club like man united in it's, the next it, round it's of course close, yeah. as i said the champagne tie swansea gillingham first out the hat you got you can't beat it that's going to be an absolute cracker just run through the uh, fixtures swansea gillingham uh, wimbledon west ham millwall versus everton shrewsbury or stoke versus wolves Bristol City, Bolton, Brighton versus West Bromwich Albion, Doncaster versus Oldham, Accrington Stanley versus Derby or Southampton, Newcastle, Blackburn versus Watford, Chelsea versus Sheffield Wednesday or Luton, Manchester City versus Burnley, Middlesbrough versus Newport County, Portsmouth versus QPR, Barnet versus Brentford, Palace, Spurs, Arsenal, Man United. That's some. I tell you what, the, the last sort of three fixtures pulled out that uh, were, mm. were, were absolute crackers. Um, yeah. Have you, got, have you got to blame Lord Lucan for that as well? Because he's the one that just piped up today on their WhatsApp ring and he goes, oh, I fancy Barnet away. Mm. And we're like, yes. Bar- Bar- have you ever been to Barnet away? The, the new ground. The old ground is great. Underhill, mm. you know, by the uh, the bridge. You go up there. There's the Mitre pub. There's, you know, nice little vibes up there. Um, because I live, it's the closest ground to my house, actually, Barnet FC. Yeah, we're all right. Um, we're all right. Your, we're all right, your yeah, place before right. and after the game. That's though, right. And know? before yeah, I yeah, say, yeah. It, actually, I might as well mention as well now, just quickly, I'm slightly going off piece. It's a different cup, but Brentford B are playing Wingate and Finchley next Tuesday, 7.45 kickoff at Wingate and Finchley in another cup somewhere. If people want to go down there as well, uh, a few bars to drink down just, just to find the, find find out what it's like in North London. That's you know? right, that's yeah, right yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah. just coming back to it, so Barnet, yeah, Barnet, not the best away day. Very hard to find local bars and everything like that at pubs. There is a little pub in a little bar in the ground for itself. Parking. You know? Yes, well, that's right. They, you know, they have one machine. I'm green. I'm green, Aaron. I drive. I don't drive, you know. I yeah. go everywhere by public transport, that's you right. know. Or that's get my chauffeur to take good me, line. you know. You know, so yeah. they've got they've <laughs> got a little bar they've ever got a little bar on the way in, but it's not very good. It's sort of crooked away in the corner. They've got a little bar actually in the Barnet end, but that Starbucks in there as well. Did they? Yeah. Oh, that's West Brand. Other coffee chains are available. Other coffee chains. I'm not really a fan of Starbucks. 
And uh, the last time I was there, actually, it was Exeter. I think it was Exeter were down there, and uh, they had trekked and found an Irish bar somewhere, sort of kind of miles away. But it's not the best place for, uh, you know, Stanmore's quite close and Queens. But, but, you know, Queens but it does mean, you know, we should we should lo- be looking take 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 the competition seriously we should be looking at beating Barnet and we should be looking at moving on Barnet will be up for it we will be up for it Let's have a good... Well, we'll take a good crowd Let's there, have a which good is good. fourth round good of the Cup day. We'll yeah. behind the goal. We've got that little seating, seating area to the to the, yeah. to the to the left side there as well. So we'll have a good support beside there. We'll be able to sing. They'll have their drum because they've all their, their and all, drums. All, all, I, all I would say is that hopefully they'll... Uh, b- b- ticket priority will go to those who... First of those who went on Saturday. I hope so, because so, I went. season ticket holders. Those who went on Saturday. <laughs> you know. Listen, you won't have any problem filling. You know, you're just selling that out there, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's 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 been an eventful evening, chaps. It, it really, really has. Um, yeah, very quickly looking ahead to the weekend, back to league matters. I mean, league matters. I mean, it's like I said to you, Monday. It's look, you know, it's so far in front, but we do have Stoke City coming down. And like I said to you, we, if you listen to the podcast on Thursday, we'll be chatting to one of our Stoke chums because we've got chums all over the place, and they'll be telling us how um, things have changed since the last time we we met them. They were very excited with Gary Rowett, and I remember going onto the Stoke podcast and saying, actually, we think Gary Rowett isn't the best, and now Ryan, they're all coming back. And they've Ryan got, Woods returned. That's right. And Ryan just, Woods returned. Great. To so. Gary Rowett, uh, Soak fans aren't happy they want him out. Ryan Woods is coming back and he may not even play because he's been uh, touch and go with them. So it's going to be good. Check out the Besotted Podcast, 7 o'clock on Thursday and prideofwest.london. There you go. Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you very much, GP. And thank you very much, Liberal Nick, as well. Yes, indeed. We're back. The bees. The be- yeah, the, be- the bees they're are taking back. Taking on the, the fake bees. bees. And they're taking on the bees at fake. the hive. Fake bees, please. The, the, right, the fake plastic bees. Right, plastic. Right, the plastic, plastic bees. Right. Yeah, yeah the um, imitation bees. Yeah. Whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, them. Uh, but yes, yeah, some big, big ties in there, including that London Derby Spurs taking on Crystal Palace. Thank you, Pat, for pressing the buttons tonight. You've been an absolute dream. Thanks to all of our guests as well. I'm back. Thursday night from 7 we talk all things Spurs after that massive massive clash tomorrow Spurs taking on Chelsea have a good one Love Sport 558 AM Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.